Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Lee Kasumba this evening on The Money Show. She is live for us in Addis Ababa with Africa Connected. Tell me about the city of Addis. Is it a, a heaving metropolis? Are there millions of people walking in the streets, taking taxis? What's, what's it like? So the city of, of, of Addis is, um, like you said, it's a heaving metropolis. There are so many people. The traffic jams here are crazy. Not as bad as Nairobi or Lagos, but, you know, <laughs> it is quite a, a mission to get around the city. And you have quite a lot of people moving about. They have yellow cabs. They've got blue cabs. And then they also have the trams um, that, that are in the city as well. So it, there is quite a lot happening in terms of the city and a lot of foot traffic um, that goes in and out um, on a daily around the city. How many people live in it? So this is the interesting thing, Bruce. Um, the last time a census was done, they said that there were 3 million people that lived there. But now, you know, um, people estimate that there's between 5 to 8 million people living um, in Addis, which is insane, you know. And, and obviously because it's become more industrialized, people have come through from other parts of the country into, into Addis, you know, to try and find, you know, to find a better life and to also get involved in all the development that is happening here. So, we're looking at about an average of five to eight million uh, people, but that number has not been confirmed. That's just the numbers that people are throwing around because the census has not been done in such a long time. I mean, we've seen large-scale urbanization in South Africa, and one of the consequences of that is that a lot of housing becomes informal because people need a place to stay. They yeah. uh, do what they can in order to secure uh, the health and well-being of their families as best they can. Do you see that sort of thing playing out in Addis as well? Yes, you do. So today we had uh, the opportunity to go to a school called Labawi School, Labawi School, sorry, and it's pretty much on the outskirts. So the best way I can describe it is if you think about the way four ways never used to exist, and now all yeah. of a sudden it's you know it's just about a, a, quite a big large amount of people live there. So that's pretty much where the school is. There is you're seeing that sort of development, and it's a residential area. And prior to the school being there in 2013, it was pretty much there was no one there. It was seen as the out, outskirts of Addis. Now. Now, as you drive into um, the inner city a lot more, you know, um, and because of the numbers of people that have now moved into um, moved into Addis, there is the, 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 the in terms of government housing, there's a waiting list of one million people. There's a waiting list of one million people, and you know, government has had built some apartments initially, and they only built apartments for 160,000 people. So 160,000 apartments. Sorry. So it is becoming quite a, a situation, and you know, but this is what we see as a city starts to grow and to develop really fast. Um, it's impacting people a lot. And even um, our, our fixer who was taking us around, he spoke about how when he initially bought, um, when he initially used to rent property, he was um, he, he would pay 600 brr a month, which is about 291 rand, give or take. And now, you know, in, in the last few, in the last two or three years, it's skyrocketed to 10,000 brr a month, you know, um, which is 486,000 rand thereabouts. I mean, when we think about the numbers, in the South African context, those numbers don't translate as being high. But when you look at how, how you know, it's pretty much tripled, pretty, you know, more than tripled, sorry, the numbers in terms of what people are paying for rent. And also, um, although um, although Ethiopia is one of the fastest growing economies in the world, they are the fastest growing economy because they started from a fairly low base, you know. So that's something that we have to keep in mind.
Yeah, we, I mean, we speak about, uh, we look at Ethiopia and we look at it as a, as a potential aircraft hub for Africa. We look at the location so close to the Middle East. It's a really nice sort of stop-off point for anybody coming from Asia to into Africa. You can get really good distribution from there. But I suppose every, every upside has a downside too. It's by, by no means perfect. No, not at all. So we, we spoke to quite a few. We spoke to somebody in the leather industry today, you know, and he mentioned that, you know, because, you know, if you look at Ethiopia, it is landlocked. So this this causes a lot of problems. Firstly, in terms of security, and if you look at some of the surrounding, you know, neighboring countries, South Sudan, Somalia, and everything, whatever happens in those particular regions directly affects Ethiopia. So in terms of security, it is a huge issue. And this is part of the reason why the, the new prime minister is making a really big deal about stepping in and ensuring that there's security around, you know, around Ethiopia because it obviously directly affects them. So them being landlocked makes a huge, it's a huge issue. And secondly, you know, the fact that they are landlocked, um, um, although in, in Ethiopia, the government does give a lot of incentives or you don't have to pay import or, or export taxes at certain points, you know, in different industries, like in the leather industry, there still is no way of getting the goods outside. Um, you know, you can't just, uh, sorry, my mistake. You can't really just go to the, to the edge of Ethiopia and you're by the port. You know, you have to go through Djibouti, which is now being described as being the Singapore sort of, um, of of this particular region. So, and to get from Addis to Djibouti is about a thousand kilometers and that's by, by truck, you know, sometimes and sometimes it's by rail as well. So these are some of the challenges, you know, it just means that it costs a lot more for people to be able to take their goods, um, you know, to make sure that their goods are able to get exported and to also import goods in. So that's what raises the prices, um, a little bit in this particular region. Lee Kasumba, thank you so much. Lee from uh, Addis Ababa this evening with Africa Connected. Lee is the host of Africa State of Mind. We've sent her on her travels. If you want to learn more about those travels, and it's fascinating, go to africaconnected.co.za. Sana Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. Sana Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Sana Bank has partnered with Cape Talk and 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.